Hey, and welcome to A Little Better. My name is Daniel. I'll be your host. And this week on A Little Better, we start a brand new series called Heaven Questions, uh, where we answer a ton of questions that came in all about heaven from our brand new series called Heaven over the next four weeks, but we'll be diving in to all things heaven, questions about heaven, and we're really excited because how we think about heaven gets us excited and motivates us to live well here on this earth all for God's glory. Remember, our vision and goal on this podcast is to know Jesus better and by the power of his spirit, do better so together we can be a little better. Hey, welcome to the Little Better Podcast. We're super excited to dive in today about questions about heaven. Drew, can you recap our message in a minute or so, however long you want to do? Yeah, we introduced the topic of eternity in heaven. So we're doing a series on heaven. And so we talked about kind of a, a backdrop of like understanding why it's important to think about heaven, know what our destination is going to be like, because It's going to give us hope for the future, and it's going to change our lives now. And then we kind of just gave you a little glimpse of what heaven's going to be like, a taste, right? And so we talked about heaven being a paradise, and, Mm -hmm. you know, the actual original language for for heaven is often interchangeable with that word. So heaven and paradise, they often mean the Mm -hmm. same thing. And so we talked about heaven being a paradise in four ways, through our, our vision, so our sights, through the sounds that we hear through the peace that is given and through um, the stories that we get to share in heaven with believers. And so, um, yeah, it's going to be an amazing place that I think we should long for and desire. And the only way that happens is if we understand what we can. Mm. That's good. That's good. You, you did a great job recapping that, by the way. Like, you just remembered all your points right there. Like no, You still ought to hear the whole sermon if you haven't heard the sermon. <laughs> so, yeah, if you haven't listened <laughs> to was, it, you should still. That was a good still. recap. Not as good as the original, because uh, <laughs> Sunday good. morning I was floating. That was great. But yeah. uh, I love the way... Obviously, your personal experience with your dad has sure. made heaven that much sweeter mm-hmm. to you, and that just came through and connected. Karen lost her mom, you know, this past year. I mm-hmm. think that yeah. for so many, there was just a very, very meaningful connection there. I yeah. loved the picture painted. Yeah, yeah, and especially you know, if anybody's listening, they've lost a, a loved one. One thing that helped me in the journey was studying for the series. And a great book to read is Randy Alcorn's Heaven. I think it's the it's a pretty thick book. It's the one I used to research for this series uh, heavily, mm-hmm. um, and it just gave me hope. Right, reading mm-hmm. about the place of my, where my dad was, it just like, one, it it inspired me, but it also was like, man, I'm, I I was like, I wish dad, you, you lucky dog, you know, (laughs) it turned my morning into dancing, right? You know, it turned my, you know, grieving into peace, right? And so I'd encourage all Christians to read it. It's a, you got to slum through it. It's a pretty, it's a dense read. Yeah. And the the print is not large. (laughs) Randy Alcorn, Uh, heaven. Yes. He has a lot of great works. Um, But yeah. So 
just so you, our audience knows, whether you're watching or listening, uh, the primary content that we'll be diving into is questions that have been sent in about heaven. So we'll do a brief, you know, talk through the message from this past Sunday, but we got over 60 questions sent in, and some of them are still slowly rolling in. <laughs> there so will be more, I'm There sure. will be more. Note to self, uh, why did I say we would answer every question? Yeah. Drew, Drew, I'm you so said, glad Drew is going to definitively glad you're answer here. every glad question. Glad you're here, Drew. Woo. Remember, I said in that message, we won't understand everything. Just hang on to those words. Yeah, for real. Uh, and so, just a note, if you did send in a question and we don't specifically ask the question on here, pay attention. In the next weeks, two, three, four of the message, there's a great chance that your question is going to be answered, but not the exact way you want it to be answered or mm-hmm. in the format of we saying, here's a question, here's the answer. So make sure you pay real close attention in uh, the weeks ahead. Yeah. But let's dive in to questions about heaven. So here's the first one, Drew. Why heaven? Like, why do a series on heaven? You said yourself even that the Bible doesn't talk a ton about heaven, but does talk about heaven. But why do a whole series on heaven? Well, I think the obvious answer right up front is if you're going to spend eternity somewhere, so like, let's think about eternity, that word, mm-hmm. right? We throw it around in Christianity like, like I don't know, like we use butter today when we cook, right? Mm-hmm. All the time. Amen. It's forever, right? <laughs> 180 billion years. It sounds like a long time. Mm, it's not that long in eternity, mm-hmm. right? And so... Mm. I think if we're going to spend eternity somewhere, we might want to have a glimpse of what it's going to be like, right? And I think the importance of it is understanding your destination does two things. One, it provides hope for the future for people that you've lost. So we talked about this, right? It gives you hope for those who you love that knew Jesus and where they're at. But it also changes the way you live now, right? Your friends who don't know Jesus, who are far from God, it should put a desire. I want them to be with me in heaven. And so it gives us courage to share our faith. It gives us courage to live differently, to prepare for heaven now. I believe we can experience a little bit of heaven here on earth. Mm -hmm. And I think we should as Christians. And so I think it motivates us to look, act, live differently because of the hope of the future. Mm. Yeah. And I know the full question they were also asking, was it, was there, is there an unhealthy preoccupation with heaven? Does it distract from God and the gospel? Should we just be focusing on that? And so there are probably wrong priorities and desires for heaven, right? We might want the wrong things out of heaven, Mm. right? We might want heaven just to satisfy our own desires. Um, And my desires are pretty corrupt, right? I, I come up with all kinds of lame horrible solutions to problems like money will solve things Mm, or mm. if you know career success or or whatever um and maybe we can see that in some people's images of heaven that maybe focus on prosperity just a really big mansion or lots of gold or a big estate or um but but those all of those and so those are unhealthy preoccupations with heaven and my desires are pretty pretty corrupt. Mm. Um, so, uh, but we do want a biblical right. emphasis on heaven because the whole story starts with the garden, you know, and we have this whole journey that does end 
and there was a pretty big, a lot of text devoted to yeah. the fact of where we're going, and where we're going is to be with God forever, yeah. and the place he's prepared for us. Well, and I think we have to be careful. We don't long for heaven so much that we miss out on earth, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. I think sure. a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just, I just want to go to heaven. Well, you're on earth, and God has you on earth for a purpose, yeah. and don't don't just long for heaven at, at the expense of what God wants to do uh, in you and through you here on earth. Right. Some people have described the kingdom of God as now and, you know, now and not yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That, and, and John's gospel, you know, Jesus clearly says he's come to give us life to the full yeah. now. Yeah. So there's clearly the kingdom of God is flowering now. That's heaven right. is mm-hmm. appearing on earth now. Your world be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right. So things are flowering yep. here. Yet there's something even fuller. Yes, ahead. greater. Yeah, yeah for that's, sure. that's phenomenal. It's great answers. All right, second question. Is heaven the same for everyone? So when they get there, <laughs> is, is it the same? I, I, yeah, yes, I think it is the same. Um, but what about people who say like, well, my heaven is a beach. It's a paradise. It's a, a bungalow. It's it's whatever the case may be. And then somebody else, Brad's over here. He's saying it's a ski resort. Oh. You know, his heaven is being in the <laughs> mountains with some fresh powder. Well, I, I I do think the Bible says God's creating a new heaven and a new earth. So I think God is big enough to know our desires that are pure, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it's wrong to desire a beach over a a ski top mountain. And I think mm-hmm. heaven's gonna be big enough and great enough to fulfill those desires that we have in God's creation. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, heaven is not really about our desires, right? Mm-hmm. It's about our our ability to bring God glory, mm-hmm. right? And the best thing about heaven, we're going to get into this, is Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. What <laughs> That ski top mountain and that beach is going to pale in comparison to the holiness and the beauty of God. And so the reason why you're going to enjoy those things is because of his presence there. And so I do think heaven is going to be the same for everybody. I I would think there's room for some diversity. That heaven will be a big place. And that we're talking about every tribe, tongue, and nation being represented there. I mean, God loves diversity, right? I mean, there's so many different cultural expressions that can all please him, right? So many forms of music, so many forms of, Mm. of beauty and art. So I would certainly like to think that there's a, a whole rainbow of experience, you know, there represented in the diversity yeah. of his creation. It's not just going to be it's going to be like Earth, an African or an American <laughs> or an Asian, you know, view. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about Earth. It, God is creating a new heaven and a new Earth. They're like joining forces, and so mm-hmm. I don't think heaven is going to be that much different in the sense of what we see and experience on Earth. I just think if you can imagine it, which we can't, as perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be incredibly different, but incredibly similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, you hit two things that I want to touch on uh, that I didn't chime in on the first question. It's like, I think this is why it's important to even do this series is because in even Christian thought, there's so many misconceptions yeah. about heaven. Like, are we going to be floating orbs in heaven? Like, what, you know, like all <laughs> these different questions about the body, the soul, uh, and then what heaven will be like, a never-ending church service, uh, um, you know, and there's all these things that are misconceptions about heaven. It's like, that's not exactly how the Bible paints, you know, eternity at at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, do we know everything? No, but that's not exactly um, how the Bible paints it. And and you talked about trying to understand something that is perfect in a flawed 
you know, mindset, you know, all of us, no matter how long you've been following Jesus, there's still some corrupt desires within us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Some of us more than others in that regard, but me trying to understand perfection and and wanting it for the right reasons is yeah. difficult, right. to I, say the least. I, I've heard it like this. So we understand. So if we try to picture heaven in a sinful, flawed perspective, it's like someone who wears glasses, right, and has the wrong prescription, mm-hmm. right? If you've ever tried this before, right, like you put on the wrong prescription and you're like, good night, I'm dizzy, and you can't see, right? Mm-hmm. That's how we picture heaven through mm-hmm. selfish <clears throat> desires through oh I, my heaven is going to be like this and we look through that lens and it's completely flawed and we don't see it but when you look at heaven through the right prescription the prescription of god of holiness you see a different picture right everything yeah. becomes clearer and i just don't think we will ever get a perfect picture of heaven until we arrive yeah we can't possibly like i said before desire the right thing one of my favorite verses is ezekiel 11:9 which says i will give them an undivided heart and put in new spirit in them. Mm. I will remove from them their heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh. Mm. So mm. I've got a pretty stony heart now. I mean, it's being changed, but I'm sure it's it's not going to be fully changed until heaven. Right. And just, I um, I was saying before, uh, Johnny, Johnny Erickson Tata, um, she was paralyzed as a teenager. She's a Christian author, speaker. She's in her 70s now and was asked what she looked forward to in heaven. And you might think she'd look forward to getting out of that wheelchair, you know, and jumping around. But she said, I look forward to not having a sinful desire. Mm -hmm. And I just know everything I even want is just so corrupted. Um, So there's all kinds of questions that don't get answered about heaven. And I'm, I'm fine with that because I'm not even sure I want the right things. Mm. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's good. You you might, you know, might not like surprises. I'm really looking forward (laughs) to the surprises. I think think I'll like that surprise. No (laughs) doubt about it. That one's going to be a good one. (laughs) There's so many questions here. A lot of these questions we might just say, nope, Bible doesn't answer that. Nope. Bible doesn't answer that. But I'm still, whatever the answer is, I just know you know, that it's going to be wonderful. But, and it's interesting. We just came off a series on trust, right? Mm-hmm. And and maybe with our future, we have to learn to trust God with what he's got planned for us is yeah. going to be better than anything we can draw up, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So trust never goes away, right. even though we wish it does, right? Like, oh, you got to trust God again. But yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. All right, so trying to stay on time. This next question <laughs> could get semi-philosophical or really philosophical. I hope, I hope it doesn't. I trust the two individuals can answer this question. Will time be like it is here on earth, or is, is time different in heaven, like the concept of time? Like, what is time going to be like? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be way different. We're bound by time on earth, yeah. right? Everything revolves around time. Mm-hmm. In heaven, I, I, don't, I don't think it does, right? Eternity, right? Like, you go to the Psalms, it says, for a thousand years, in, in our side is like a day gone by in, in eternity. So... You know, even when I said, like, what would my dad say to me? Uh, someone came up to me in the lobby and was like, ah, Drew, the only thing I, I'd, I'd change is see you soon. And I was like, I'm not talking about me dying soon. I'm talking <laughs> about to my dad. I think it's going to feel like, wow, I just got here and you arrived. Yeah. Right. Um, that's, I know, that's something I wonder about, too. If we're asleep, you know, and then caught up. I mean, perhaps we all get to heaven in terms of our perception. We might maybe are we all arriving at the same time? Yeah. I don't know the answer to that you know or are they there waiting for us or do they or do we all kind of get to start it together i don't know but again yeah. i trust that however it works out will be great uh 
there's all kinds of stuff in science, you know, yeah. if you can muse about with physics and philosophy. Yeah. I mean, you know, where a lot of physicists would say time itself is a is is a cre- is a cre- is a creation. Yeah. That there's mm. uh and so I think you're right. You know, I don't think I think this will be outside of time, not bound by time and what that's I yeah, couldn't tell you what that with this like. this kind of same conversation came up in our community group last night. A lot of people were talking about like time in heaven. Uh-huh. And the best answer I said was we are constricted by our flesh in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. we are on top of that bound or just at liberty to time. We got to go to sleep. You know, we eventually wear out and we got to replenish. We got to sleep and do all these things. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll be bound by those things in heaven. So we won't have the need of like, oh, shoot, it's lunchtime now. I got to go. I got to eat now. Or, or well, it's, name I something s- on earth that doesn't revolve around time. Yeah, you can't. Like yeah. you go on vacation, bound by a week, mm-hmm. three days, right? Mm-hmm. You go to work, it's you, you, you go to work and you got time limits. Our lives have time limits, right? Yeah. Everything we do, I mean, we talked about the beauty of heaven, right? When we get to that landscape, we're like, oh, this is amazing. I wish I could stay here forever. Why can't you? Time, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and to that's why I think eternity is so hard for us because yeah. eternity, you, there is no time. Like there's mm-hmm. no limit to eternity. So it's not bound by this thing that, that like almost enslaves us, right? <laughs> it, it feels like in, on earth we are enslaved to time. It yeah. demands what we do when we do it. And to like release the chains of time is like, wow. What, and we have no concept to prepare or uh, compare it to anything. Right. Like we can't, like we can't compare your, our concept of like, imagine a never ending vacation. Well, I could try, but I've never had that. So I can't compare that. <laughs> it's like, I can't, I can't do it. And right. so, right. Yeah. Impossible. You know, without the passage of time, you don't, you can't even have an experience. Yeah. So it's just, it's mind blowing. It is. Yeah. It yeah. literally is mind changing, right? Yeah. You, we will, our minds will have to completely change to like live in that, a dimension that isn't bound by time. Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. Scripture says that um, there will be every tribe and tongue in heaven, but will there be? Will everybody just speak English, Arabic, Greek, or will they communicate through sign language, or will they communicate through <laughs> like telepath? Like, will we just like you know look at each other and know I'm saying something to Drew, or how how is that? going to work i mean the easy answer is we have we don't know right <laughs> not right. sure like i think we just put that rubber stamp on a lot of these bible is an answer bible is an answer I right mean, and we can have fun musings about it but uh maybe we'll know every language you know and uh, that would be nice i've always wanted to be fluent in yeah, another language yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or you could i mean as i was thinking about this question even yesterday you could go to the book of acts this is a stretch or i'm just going to go ahead and admit it mm-hmm. you know when uh, they preach at the day of Pentecost, and they all heard in their own language. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it was being spoken in one language, but I was somehow, it was being some miraculous way yeah. they were hearing it in their mm-hmm. own native tongue. I mean, maybe that's what it'll be like. We'll all speak our heart language, uh-huh. uh, but the other person will hear it in their heart language, yeah. possibly. I'll vote for that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was the best <laughs> thing I could come up with, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's an interesting question, right? But it's it's one, in my opinion, above all the things that it, it, God just takes care of that, yeah. right? Like yeah. it's not one to lose sleep over because 
in the scheme of heaven, it's not going to matter because right. you're going to get there and be like, wow, I, I can speak all these languages? Awesome. Or wow, I hear everybody in my own language. Or wow, there's a heavenly language mm-hmm. that we all speak. It's going to be like, yeah. oh, wow. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to go back to the Tower of Babel where language, you know, fractured and shattered in a million pieces. Why? Because God was frustrating yeah. our ability to work together because mm-hmm. we were working together for evil. Yep. But now we get trusted, you yeah. know, with being able to be yeah. together because we've now we're working together for good. Now mm-hmm. we're in the presence of God. Yeah. Now we can share. Yeah. All those divisions can be taken away. Hmm. So talking about being in the presence of God, next question. Will there be second class citizens in heaven? If there are, I'll probably be one. That's <laughs> 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 so. such an interesting question. I don't. Do you, do you see some hints at it in some of the parables? I don't know in how Jesus rewards people. Well, uh, I mean, I there's think crowns, there's talents, there's these different stories that. Again, I think this is drawn from a a sinful nature, a flesh mentality of comparison, right? Mm. And in heaven, I think all that is stripped away. So I don't think people are going to feel as uh, if I'm a second-class citizen. Mm -hmm. I think that mentality is completely gone. I think rewards will look different based off of what people did and crowns. And like, I don't, I don't understand how all that's going to work. But again, I think to view someone in heaven being like, I wish I could be up on the next level. That's a sinful mentality, and that's all going to be stripped away. And so, no, I don't think there will be second-class right. citizens. Nothing but gratitude. Mm, I right. mean, every one of us will just be grateful. No, no, we don't deserve it. Grateful that we're there. Yes, yeah. yes. And so, yeah, I just think, you know, we live in a social media world where we often look at so what somebody else has. And right. we, we think that mentality will go with us in heaven of like, wow, how'd that guy get that crown, right? Like the thief on the cross, right? Like how did he get, you know, even in the door, right? <laughs> that that doesn't happen in heaven. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. doesn't. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so here's the last. We got two questions left. Okay. Just so Woo. everybody knows. the These are probably the deepest or hardest kind of questions in that. All right, Brad. Brad, you're up. Um, The first one is, uh, this was asked multiple ways, but I'm just going to put it in my own words. Um, How is my joy going to be made complete when I know that there's people not in heaven with me, that they're in hell, that maybe they be loved ones or whatever the case may be? That is such a hard question. I mean, I've heard people answer it different ways in terms of some, I've heard you had some Bible teachers even say things like when he wipes every tear away, that he'll wipe away the memories, mm-hmm. you know, of, of others who aren't there. I'm not sure if I want to go there. I, I don't know the answer to that. I have some of the same tension just as I read through the Old Testament and just am I at peace with God's judgment, mm-hmm. with the fact that some people are damned and judged. And I think for me, I keep having to get back to the place like, you know, God could be just and just toast all Mm. of us. Every one of us deserves hell. If there's heaven at all, it's a matter of grace Mm. that anyone at all is let in the door. So to be at peace with the fact that God judges some, I, Mm. I don't know. And the fact that we're there, it's not because of our good works, you know, it's not because we're better, you know, we made the grade in any way. For some reason, we, our redemption brings him glory. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I have the same discomfort just reading through the Old Testament, just mm. all the bloodshed, all the judgment, and saying, am I 
probably if I saw sin as seriously as God saw it, you know, then yeah. I could make some peace, you know, with mm-hmm. this justice. But I don't think sin's that big a deal, you know. I yeah. think we should get a pass. Yeah. I think... I don't know. It's still an earthly perspective. It's still a selfish perspective. But to truly appreciate the holiness of God and, um, you know, to bring all those things Mm. together, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, from an earthly perspective, a very hard question to answer, Mm -hmm. right? Because, I mean, we have family members Mm -hmm. who we know didn't have a relationship with Jesus. And one, that, that, that hurts, right, to know that they won't be in heaven. But, okay, a couple of things I think we know for certain. We won't mourn. Right. So the tears will be wiped away. So we will have joy. There will be no mourning. So we will not be in heaven mourning those who are not in heaven. And I think the reason for that, and again, I, this is my speculation. The Bible doesn't give us the clear answer to this question, but I do believe the reason why we ask this question is because on earth we have such a flawed justice system, Mm -hmm. right? We don't trust our, our justice system, right? Because we've seen it fail so many people. And I think we take that baggage and we project it onto God. Mm -hmm. But I think in heaven, when you see perfect justice, there will be no complaints. There will be no, why did it happen this way? Mm -hmm. I think when you see the holiness of God, you realize that it's only grace that we are there. Like you said, we, Mm -hmm. no one achieved this. It's only through God. And so this perfect justice system, I think enables us Mm -hmm. to, trust fully, completely, and understand completely and fully. And I do think we will get to that place where there will be no mourning. There will be no... I do think there will be, you know, when we are judged, remorse at the fact that we didn't work harder here on earth to take sin seriously and tell people about yeah, the gospel. Yeah, that's, that's where I go with it. It's just, to me, it's how can... and. and I come so far short of this, but how can I not live with a passion to get everyone yeah. possible into heaven? Um, I think that's when you ask that question, it should motivate you to get in your workplace, to get in wherever you go mm-hmm. and tell people about Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. We yeah. can't, you know, we can't complain about the future if we're not willing to change the present, right? right? And so mm-hmm. when we ask this question, we want, we desire people to be with us in heaven. Well, we have a responsibility to, in that journey to do all we can to bring them with us. Now, again, that's a God thing, mm-hmm. but we could share our faith as much as we can, right? right? Be bold and courageous because, man, there's people in our family who, if today they die, they would be separated from the Father. Right. People in our family and people on the other side of the world who've never heard, right? right? That yep. Just why are we not, you know, doing all that we can? Yeah. Well, guys, that was a great, great answer. I think the only thing to chime in in that fact of is I think we're going to be so wrapped up in heaven about the presence of God that mm-hmm. in some way those will have a better and more fuller picture understanding of those things. Yeah. Um, I, I struggle of getting you know, the memories, if certain people remove, because that was one question that came in of like, will there, will we still have memories mm-hmm. in heaven? And I think the quick answer is like, we won't have stories without memories, right? Yeah. And so if, there, <laughs> if heaven's going to be full of stories, that we're going to have to have memories. It's part of who we are and, and it's part of, it's part of us, you know, our character, our, our stories, our memories. Um, and so that, that makes us, us. And so there's definitely going to be memories in heaven. Um, but that's definitely a difficult um, thing. Uh, last question though, in this, to wrap up this week's episode, um, it's this, where's the line? 
um, if there is a line or whatever, however you want to say this, of longing for heaven, but just feeling like I'm just waiting to go home. Like almost, I'm almost missing it here on this earth. We talked a lot about like, you know, getting the gear work on earth in that last question of where's the line at list? Like longing for heaven too much where I'm almost preoccupied as we were talking about earlier with what will be that I'm stalled or just kind of waiting it out here on earth, if they want to say it like that. Yeah, I think um, I, they should both be passionately held on to. I do think that sometimes in our grieving, that's when we just, we don't want anything more to do with earth. We just want to jump in the casket. We want to be on our way, you know, uh, but, uh, but the passion is we are what how we live today, how we let God use us today changes heaven, right? We mm. we have Drew, you get to we get to see ninety people go public with their yeah. faith. There's ninety people that we pray will be with us, you know, in heaven, you know, given the sincerity of the change mm. of life and, and and God's work there. But but just you know, the more time we get here is the more people we get to add, mm. you know, to to heaven and to do work that pleases Him. Yeah. I think if you long for heaven in a pure way, there's no way that it doesn't motivate you here on earth. Mm-hmm. I think the two work in tandem. Like we can't mm-hmm. separate them, right? right? So if we are longing for heaven, which we should do, right? It, it is a pure thing. But if we're doing it in a biblical way, longing for heaven motivates us on earth, mm-hmm. right? And so if you're, to me, the line is, if you're sitting around doing nothing, longing for heaven, you've missed the mark of heaven. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. You've completely missed what God wants to do do through your longing in heaven. And so I think the reason why we long and desire for heaven to change us here today, to motivate us, Mm -hmm. to bring people with us to heaven, to share our faith, right? And so I think these two things, these two places work in tandem to bring glory to God. Yeah. Yeah. You think of the heroes of the faith, right? Who longed for a city, you know, yet to be seen. Because of that longing for heaven, that's what motivated them to accomplish what they <laughs> yeah. did on earth. Yeah. Well, I think about my kids, right? Okay. And this is probably bad parenting, but like how many of my kids, right? If I say, you'll get a piece of candy if you do this, right? <laughs> the, the longing for the candy changes the what they yeah. do, the activity. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same mentality. God has mm-hmm. promised us, right? Paul says, run the race, right? So we're running this race on earth, mm-hmm. knowing all the prizes come, right? And so like, makes me run better knowing like, oh, I, I could get a prize, right? Like, let's go. Or, and th- I got one. I got a, I got an example. All right. This is my best earthly example for this. <laughs> We've all had the experience of like leaving for vacation on Wednesday morning, right? Yeah. We, we leave for vacation on Wednesday morning, but somehow we accomplished the amount of work that normally would take us a week in two days, right? Yeah. Because we were longing for yes. that Wednesday that morning at 8 a.m. We're rolling right. out. Right. We're going to vacay on the right. beach or wherever, whatever your vacation is, destination yeah. is. But we accomplished in two days what normally would take us a week or sometimes we wouldn't even get it done yeah. in a week because we were just stalled out of... It totally, like, reoriented, uh, totally reoriented your priorities, yeah. right? Yeah. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of time wasters went right out the door. It's like, I ain't got time for this because I got to get this done because I'm, I'm going somewhere. Um, and, and we're having a good time there. But if we were a different kind of employee and maybe some people are of they, they waste Monday and Tuesday. Well, that's an employee that doesn't have a job very long or is not a valued employee, but it, the, the desire should be for Mm -hmm. us to long for heaven in such a way that motivates us 
here on earth to bring about God's and kingdom. And if you think about, think about how, how we would never, we, we wouldn't say it this way or think about it this way, but think about how selfish that is. Mm. All I want is heaven. All I long for is heaven for myself. Yeah. But I'm not willing here on earth to tell people about the best thing that's ever going to happen to me. Mm. Like just if we sit down and think about that, that, yeah. that is inherently selfish, right? Mm. All I want is the glory of heaven. All I want is the goodness of heaven while I'm still on earth. Yeah. Like, if, I, if I'm not ripped up by that, I'm a monster. Right, exactly. Right? I, you know, here's what I want for my kids, but you can go to hell. I mean, it's, oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Thanks, thanks for the application. I always, yeah. always, always count on you, Drew, for yeah. a gut punch. Exactly. Like, hey, I'm punching myself, right? Yeah, so I, I won't be, like, I don't, that, I'm not judging anybody, but like, right. I have to look at my own I'm, life. I'm and judging I'm, me. I've yeah. sat in bed and looked at my wife and be like, yeah. babe, I just can't wait to get off this earth, right? Like, yeah. in the frustration, mm. uh-huh. I think there is some of that that is healthy of like, man, earth is so sinful and just to long for the glory of God, I think is a healthy yeah. thing. Like, I just can't wait to be in your presence, God. Right. But that longing should motivate me and move me here on earth right. yeah. to share my faith and live differently. So. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and, and in closing, you know, as we kind of put a bow on this conversation, what comes to my mind is like one, some people call the greatest chapter Romans 8. Mm-hmm. And Roman, Romans 8, there's these chain reaction phrases in like 26, 27, 28. It's like those whom he's called, he will justify. Those he justified, he will glorify. Mm -hmm. And uh, one just scholar on those says that we will either experience that here willfully or in heaven forcefully where God will purge us of all of our desires Mm -hmm. um, uh, that are not of him. And so Mm -hmm. um, the, the encouragement to us is we can have a healthy longing if we allow the spirit to just you know, come into us and mm. purge us and, and reorient mm-hmm. our focus, our desires, and use our time wisely. You know, it reminds me of a series you did last year, Drew, about redeeming our time and mm-hmm. from Ephesians of using our time wisely that God has gifted us um, here on this earth. Yeah. So nice. Well, guys, this is a good, good job. I, trust me, this was the softball questions, all right? There's better ones. There's deeper ones. If you didn't hear your question, keep listening. Uh, guys, I'll be off the podcast the next yeah. two to three weeks. <laughs> for sure. Well, thanks for sending your questions. Uh, once again, we can't wait for this coming week in heaven, week two on the theology of heaven. Uh, So we can't wait to see you on Sunday at one of our physical campuses or at the online campus, wherever you may be. Thanks again for watching this week or listening to A Little Better.